0: Guys, welcome back to the third episode of the Hot Takes Only Pod here with my boy Caleb. Today, we're gonna break down the closings of the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals, as well as our predictions and opinions on the finals, and of course, throwing a few hot takes for y'all. Go,
1: all right, guys. Now we're gonna get into our Western Conference Finals recap after our first pod where we talked about games one through three. We've seen um, pretty much the same thing we've seen in the first couple of games, which just the Warriors handling business in game five after the Mavs stole game four, in which Jalen Brunson and Luca played a solid game. I think the Warriors just proved to be too much for this Mavs defense that hasn't shown up all series. I think the Warriors' cast was just scary. Steph only averaged about 24, but we saw players like Clay and Draymond step up when um, Steph was not playing too well. He would still have to give our respects to Luca as he put up 32 and 9 and 6 in the series and gave the Mavs pretty much all he had. I think the Mavs will still be happy with this season, although they just need to do a few things and go around Luka. I think the success
0: will follow. What do you think, Ethan? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I think game four was kind of like – kind of weird, honestly. I mean, I think the Warriors may have gone in that a little bit too confident, thought they were going to just take that. And, I mean, they came in strong. They had a 10-0 run in the first. The Mavs were one from 10 – one of 10 from the three-point line in the first. And it was – it was really just going their direction. But I think – Luca just took charge of that game, man. He dropped 40 points in that game. But I don't know. I guess it just wasn't enough. In Game 5, the Warriors sealed the deal. We kind of all expected that to happen anyways. Uh, not to hate on the Maverick season at all whatsoever. They played a great season. They got farther than a lot of people expected them to. And I think in the next few years, they could really take that Western Conference and even take the finals if they just continue to build around Luca and just bring in a few more superstars to help him with that. What do you think about uh, what happened in Game 5, Caleb?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we all saw this one coming. Nobody really expected the Mavs to come back from a three-zero or any type of lead like that that the Warriors had. And so when they took Game Four, I think we all thought as, as the Mavs final that like their final effort. Um, I just didn't think they were going to be able to get it done. So I think it was a valiant effort from Luca and the rest of the cast. But I think we all saw Game Five coming.
0: So yeah, I agree. And I mean, the Eastern Conference was just as crazy too. I mean. It went down to the wire, and I was honestly nervous after that Game 6 performance by Jimmy Buckets. I mean, he went crazy. He had 47 points and 55% shooting, which, I mean, we all know how Jimmy Buckets goes off in the playoffs, so I was kind of nervous for Game 7. But as I'm sure you are, Caleb, I was happy the Celtics pulled it out. What do you think about all that?
1: Uh, yeah, most definitely. I think Jimmy Buckets, we got to give him his flowers for this series. The kid went crazy. Crazy, but he just didn't have enough players around him. And he, I don't think he was consistent enough for them to win a seven game series against a strong defensive team in the Celtics. I think um, on the Celtics side of things, they played a solid series, but they really should have been able to close with some round five, especially playing against a Heat team that's not all the way healthy. I think Jason Tatum was a little wishy washy in the way that he wasn't being very consistent this series. He had a few solid games of about 20 to 30 points. But he also had a few games where he was scoring less than 20 points, which is just not acceptable for a player of his caliber. Um, I do think towards the end of the series, he started playmaking a little bit, which did very well for the Celtics. But, yeah, those are my thoughts on the East Conference.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I think we did – I know we mentioned that in the first part, the first episode where we talked about how Jason Tatum wasn't really doing much. I mean, he was trying to score, but that wasn't working, and he wasn't playmaking all that well. But as the – uh Finals progressed. The Eastern Conference Finals progressed. I think we really saw him improve in that playmaking aspect of his game. But I mean, I really think you can compare the Mavericks team and the Heat team. They both have that that one superstar that's going to get them all the way there. But when we see them go up against other dynamic teams and teams with multiple superstars, they just can't get it done. So I think if the Heat and Mavs both get another star player, that really might bring them to that next level.
1: All right, guys. Now we're gonna get into our finals preview and what we're thinking for this Celtics Warriors series. I think the first thing we can say is that we're seeing a top defense versus the top offense. I believe the um, Warriors have been top, or the top offense in the um, playoffs so far, and Celtics have been a top two defense in the playoffs so far. Um, Ethan, what are you thinking so far?
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I'm super excited for this series. I think it'll go down to the wire. Honestly. I mean, we do see a little bit more of a dynamic scoring aspect as far as the Warriors go. But, I mean, that uh, Celtics defense is pretty much on lock. I mean, you have some of the top defensive players in the league right now on that team. And I'm just really excited to see how this series plays out. Um, it I don't know. I If I had to pick, I think the Celtics will take it out. But I think it will go down to game six or seven. I really hope they get this win. I think, I think it will be good for their team and good for Jason Tatum. What do you think, Caleb?
1: Yeah, most definitely. So i really wrote down some keys for both teams in this series. I think for the Celtics, a big thing is uh, Robert Williams' help. He's been their premier shot um, blocker this season. And I think if the Celtics want to use those um, wing defenders to push the uh, Warriors into the paint, they need to have uh, Rob Will on the um, back end of it. Um, another thing is Tatum needs to step up. I think we've seen throughout the playoffs that Tatum's always had one bad game during each series. I really don't think he can afford to have this one against um, top offense in the Warriors, and then another one for the War or another one for the Celtics is solid shooting from the role players. I think the Warriors will try to um, focus on Tatum and Brown, and they'll make others shoot. What do you think for the Warriors? You
0: think? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I think uh, as far as the Warriors go, I think Andrew Wiggins and other wing defenders need to step up. I mean, the Celtics do have a lot of different players who can score multiple facets, so they're really going to have to capitalize on their capitalizing their offense, but they still have to make a big impact on the defensive side of the ball. I really agree with what you said about Jason Tatum having that one off game in every series. In this series, he can't have that. He can't afford that. There's no room for that in this series because if he has one bad game, the Warriors will capitalize and make him regret that seriously. Um, and they always say a uh, defense, win, defense wins ball games. And, I mean, if the Celtics can stop a team like the Warriors – if they can stop them from shooting and they can close them out, I think they have a chance at this. They just got to make their possessions on offense count equally as much. What's your predictions for the finals, Caleb?
1: Yeah, so I agree with you. I'm going to be honest. I'm something my boys, and I, I like them a lot, but I honestly do not think they have what it takes to win this finals. I think the Warriors are just too strong on offense, and – You pretty much have to guard the Warriors from 1-5, to and I do believe that Celtics have 1-5 to defensively, but I don't think they're good enough to stop each and every player on this Warriors team. They're way too dynamic on offense, and I think they'll do just enough to stop these Celtics on the the offensive end of the ball.
0: Yeah, I think this really boils down to how good the Warriors can be on defense and how good the Celtics can be on offense, because, I mean, we know how each team plays on the other side of the ball, so I think it really depends – on who steps up to the table and who really brings it that day. All right, y'all, before we get into our uh, hot take session of the pod, we just wanted to talk about something that happened recently. There has been speculation and people saying the ideas bounce around that Curry is this generation's current goat. And I'm going to be honest, I completely disagree with that. I think Steph Curry's a great player. Uh, argue with the greatest shooter of all time. He has a lot of accolades, but I don't think he is anywhere close to being the GOAT. Uh, what do you think about that, Caleb?
1: Yeah, I think there's no doubt that Steph Curry's changed his game for this generation of ball players. But, I mean, there's there's still one player that's always going to be ahead of him. I think it has to be LeBron James. The dude has just dominated the game for the 20 years, almost 20 years that he's been in the league. And while Curry, even if he wins this championship and gets the finals MVP, I still don't think he'll be anywhere close to the
0: player that LeBron is. What do you think on that, Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, LeBron's not my most favorite guy, but, I mean, you definitely have to respect him and respect his legacy. I mean, theres there hasn't been a more dominant player for the uh, longevity of his career than there has ever been in NBA history, and I honestly don't know if there ever will be. I mean, they, he's just once-in-a-generational player, and as much as Steph Curry has changed the game, I don't think he has had as big of an impact on the NBA that he has played in. I just, I don't think, I think LeBron just on a different wavelength than him. What's your hot take for this episode, Caleb? Actually,
1: I want to say one more thing about the Curry thing. I think Curry, um, this might be a hot take in itself, but I think Curry's the championships that he has won. I do believe he has about three right now, and two of those are one with Kevin Durant. So I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I don't think Curry was another number one option on that team at the time. I think Kevin Durant was the best player, so that might be a hot take. I'm gonna go ahead and put that one out there. I think LeBron's always been the number one option for all of his
0: championships. Hey um, hot take but young. a hot take but a factual take at that. I mean okay. I would if we were if we were throwing LeBron out of the picture and saying he wasn't even in the topic right now, I would honestly put Kevin Durant before Steph Curry in that conversation. If LeBron wasn't in it.
1: Yeah, that's bold. That's bull. That's bull. I like it I really do think LeBron. He's always been the number one option. He's always been given the um, biggest load to handle when he is on the biggest teams and on the biggest stage. I think Steph Curry has not had to worry about that as much, especially when he was playing with Kevin Durant. Um, Now, do you want to get in your hot take?
0: Yeah, I'll go ahead and start it off. I mean, this might potentially be the hottest take that we have ever had on this podcast, but I think it's true, and I wouldn't say it if it wasn't. I think that... Chet Holmgren has the potential to be an all-star next season. And hear me out, Chet Holmgren is a -a one-of-a-kind player. He's literally straight from the 2K creative player. I mean, dude is a seven-foot-tall point guard who can shoot the ball, has playmaking abilities. I think dude's insane. I think he's a generational talent. I think he's going to be in the NBA for a very, very long time, and I think he is going to be – he is the first that we're going to see of a new wave and a new play style of players. Yeah, that's wild. I'm going to be honest. That beats your
1: Sam Howell take because that's just uh, baffles me. The kid is seven foot, 190 pounds. I'm almost that weight at six foot two. So we'll see how he does on the defensive side of the ball, especially against the bigger centers like Joel and uh, some of the other big centers in the league. But I don't think he's said it crazy, maybe. I feel like he'd have to score the ball at a very efficient clip if he wanted to do that. I don't know that his defense is particularly going to get him over that edge. I feel like he'd have to average around 20 points and a solid amount of rebounds for him to even be in that consideration.
0: I think he'd have more success in today's league playing in the backcourt than he would the frontcourt, honestly.
1: As a big guard?
0: Yes, 100%. That's,
1: so you think he could play the two?
0: I'd even consider putting him at the one on the right team.
1: <laughs> oh my God. So he could play that Giannis role without having to get in the basket?
0: Uh, is Chet Homery the next Giannis? Is that confirmed? <laughs>
1: seven foot Giannis I like
0: it hey he might be better than Giannis he has a a consistent mid-range
1: right, guys my hot take for the day is Anthony Davis who have a bounce back year after a tough year this year trying to deal with injuries and a declining LeBron Uh, I think a lot of his non-success was due to the injury for the last few years and then I think another part of it was rest being on the team this year I think AD thrived in the pain a lot especially getting to that mid-range and well, I mean, the paint was pretty much clogged with him having to play with LeBron and Westbrook this year. So I definitely think we could see a year where AD goes for about 20-10 and 10 next year and makes it back to the All-Star game and has a solid
0: season. What do you think, Ethan? I mean, I think that's definitely possible. I mean, I think Anthony Davis has had some trouble with trouble with injuries in the past few years. But, I mean, I think a healthy Anthony Davis is one of the best big men in the league. I really hope he bounces back this year. It's all a matter to me in my opinion, if he's able to stay healthy. But I think he still has all-star potential, and I definitely have not given up on him yet.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I think another hot take for this one is I think when Anthony Davis plays Chet Holmgren, he's given that man 50 and 20. This is a hot take of mine, but I think it could happen.
0: Ain't no way. Chet Holmgren is going to drop 30 and 10 on that
1: man's head top. No, Chet ain't never getting get into the paint. He's going to shoot threes. He's probably going to shoot like
0: one for 30 that night. You won't be able to get the paint on a big body like Anthony Davis. Hey, if Chet Holmgreen's on the perimeter, there's no way Anthony Davis is guarding him. Chet Holmgreen has a playmaking and handling bag that is close to Prime CP three. Yeah, dude, I don't
1: I don't know what videos you've been watching or what you've been doing this last week, but uh, your draft analysis was wild
0: currently. Hey, as the uh as the uh, mid ranking center Joel Embiid says, trust the process. He
1: said mid. Okay, guys. Uh, that's about all we got for today. Y'all make sure to follow the socials. And as you remember, Joel indeed is mid. So y'all have a good
0: one. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all listening. And uh, like Caleb said, check out all of our socials and be on the lookout for more videos soon.
1: All right, guys. My hot take for the day is Anthony Davis will have a bounce back year after a tough year this year trying to deal with injuries and a declining LeBron. Uh, I think a lot of non success was due to the injury for the last few years. Huh? And then I think another part of it was Westbrook being on the team this year. I think AD thrived in the paint a lot, especially getting to that mid-range. And Well, I mean, the paint was pretty much clogged with him having to play with LeBron and Westbrook this year. So I definitely think we could see a year where AD goes for about 20-10 next year, makes it back to the All-Star game and has a solid season.
0: What do you think, Ethan? I mean, I think that's definitely possible. I mean, I think Anthony Davis has had some trouble with trouble with injuries in the past few years. But, I mean, I think a healthy Anthony Davis is one of the best big men in the league. I really hope he bounces back this year. It's all a matter to me, in my opinion, if he's able to stay healthy. But I think he still has all-star potential, and I definitely have not given up on him yet.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I think another hot take for this one is I think when Anthony Davis plays Chet Hongram, he's would given that man 50 and 20. This is a hot take of mine, but I think it could happen.
0: Ain't no way. Chet Holmgren's going to drop 30 and 10 on that
1: man's head top. No, Chet ain't never getting to the paint. He's going to shoot threes. He's probably going to shoot like one for 30 that
0: night because he won't be able to get the paint on a big body like Anthony Davis. Hey, if Chet Holmgren's on the perimeter, there's no way Anthony Davis is guarding him. Chet Holmgren has a playmaking and handling bag that is close to prime CP3.
1: Yeah, dude, I don't. I don't know what videos you've been watching or what you've been doing this last week, but...
0: Uh, your draft analysis was wild currently. Hey, as the uh, as the uh, mid-ranking center, Joel Embiid says, trust the process. He said mid. Okay, guys, uh, that's
1: about all we got for today. Y'all make sure to follow the socials. And as you remember, Joel Embiid is mid. So, y'all
0: have a good one. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all listening. And uh, like Caleb said, check out all of our socials and be on the lookout for more videos soon.